Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. All powers to the people, African power to an African people. It's good to be back with the uh, masses, man. This is the national chairman of the People's Black Panther Party, Yang and Krumah, coming at you again. I know we took a diversion from our regularly scheduled time, which is usually at 8 on Thursdays. But since we haven't been coming to you in a couple weeks, I've been doing the traveling, making the circuits, really trying to get the chapters and the formations together. I thought it was imperative after talking to some members of the Central that it was imperative to have our show and to come on. So there's no particular, this time, man, we're going to have a show and there's no particular topic. I just really want to wrap with the masses of the people about what's going on. Everything from anything and everything from the the hurricanes um, to the shootings to just, you know, um, local political politics that's happening in your area. What's going on with you? How, how are things working out? Because if we don't keep as revolutionaries, I think one of the biggest things, one of my biggest pet peeves that I see with so-called revolutionaries and a lot of these so-called progressive organizations is that they like to go into these communities and go amongst us as African people and tell us what we need, tell us what the problem is. Tell us the issues we should address in some type of chronological order. Instead of having their pulse to the people, we have to understand that the revolutionary is a social doctor, is a social scientist, and they have to take all the conditions and all the situations and all the circumstances and weigh them and analyze them and study them and everything else. Like I said, you know, proverbially um, um, put a pulse to the vein of the people or to the neck of the people and feel how strong the post beat is in any situation or circumstance. And then just and start to really dialogue and get a discourse with the masses of the people. If we don't do that, then we can forget about it. A lot of times in our organizations, we come into our organizations and we don't realize that we suffer greatly from neocolonialism. What is neocolonialism? Neocolonialism is when the people have been colonized for so long that they naturally adapt and start to think of the ways of their oppressors or their colonizers. And it becomes, and as it becomes generational, it becomes not second nature, but first nature. They do it subconsciously. They do it um, even if it isn't intentional, even if their intents, their deepest desires, or to shake off the yokes of colonialism. And to fight this colonialism, you, they find themselves still enacting and assimilating the colonizers. So we have to, you know, we have to think about these things. So that's our whole thing. Now, what's going on? I'm going to go to our lines. I believe this is our, our minister of uh, health. Let's say 323-2988. Peace, black power. Yep. This is Sister Khadija. Yep. Peace, Sister Khadija. Peace, How are Sister you? Khadija. How are you? I'm finding yourself. 
I'm well. Let me see. Are you getting the echo from my hand or is that just on my phone? I think that's my phone. I think that might be my uh, my radio. Let me turn it down. Is that okay. better? Okay. Is that yeah, better? Yeah, sounds better. Yeah, sounds that's a lot better. Okay, cool. That's a lot better. So All we're right. discussing. We're discussing. We're discussing. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Queen. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Queen. Oh, I had nothing to say. I'm listening to you. Okay, we are, we were discussing what's going on in the community and having a pulse, us as revolutionaries, some of us, even though it's our deepest desire, our intent to be relative and to be progressive to the people, we tend to come in with this know-it-all I call it a, a neo-colonialist mentality. You know how I be, our European uh, counterparts, for lack of better words, these white folks have white entitlement and white privilege, feel like that they know everything, they know what Best for every people. We did define that in in our revolutionary organization. So that's the thing we're asking: what's going on, and how can we get a pulse back? How can we be so in tune and in touch with the people that we can start to be relevant and effective in our community? Um. I would say just put more positive images out there, more positive outlooks on our party, our formation in itself. We have so much negativity that's that's being spread about us that we need to start enforcing some positive things so they can get a better understanding, a better look of who we are as a people and that we're out to help them and not hurt them. My suggestion, you know. Absolutely, I think that's Absolutely. a that's a good thing. You know, one of the things is giving them ammunition to have that negative feedback about us. Like I said, it goes back there again, the disconnect that we have with the African community here in America. You know, we come in, we come not as liberators, but we come in a lot of times conquerors. And we, without having a firm grasp of revolutionary ideology, like nationalist ideology, and not just, you know, one of the things we really push and promote as the people's black panther party is not just the ideology. We can go on Facebook all day and find the black nationalist ideology. Paganism, Afrocentricism, Kemetic Sciences, Islam, Christianity, various ideologies and philosophies. But I think one of the things that is really lacking, and what we really are attempting to push as the People's Black Panther Party, is a methodology, is a way to address the masses of people. And how do you go in and implement this ideology? How do you get the masses of people to embrace an African pride? a desire and a thirst to start to do for themselves. And I think that that is, is what is going to separate us from a lot of the, uh, the revolutionary organizations out there. I'm sorry, say it again, Sister Kadeez. Um, I'm sorry. Um, my son, my, my two sons are in the, they're, they're, they're listening as well, and they, um, they they kind of um, wanted to input, but he didn't know if he was allowed to speak or Man, not. Man, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. And I um I also 
wanted to um, introduce them to you as well because I'm thinking of I'm thinking that um, the minister of youth position should be a committee instead of one person. Uh, and it's something that we can definitely we can definitely discuss. But I would also recommend discussing that with your regional representative, with our West Coast regional representative. But I would love, and if they, you know, and I'm not going to get into a lot of the party business, but if they show to be young men who are reliable, young men who are committed and dedicated, I have no problem looking um, for national representatives. I know in Atlanta we have a few youth ourselves, and I definitely want to get our, our younger people, our younger families together. But I would love to hear from them. Allow them to speak. Minister Kadena. Say your name. Hello. I am Alexander. Hello, Brother Alexander. Hello, Brother Alexander. Hello. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. You said something about um, them knowing a lot. Us thinking we know everything. The new revolutionary yeah. coming yeah. to the party. So why wouldn't you put them through something and break them down and let them know that they don't know everything? Very good. Very that's, good. That, that, that is, is a, a good question. You know, but one of the I'm things that happened. I'm listening, sir. Listen, sir. I'm not saying nothing like too too bad, but you know, violence is what gave us our strength. It allowed the weak to continue being the weak and us the strong to arrive. Mhm. Mhm. So, that'll be a good way to, you know, sift out the uh ones who are not mm, Warriors, one who need to maybe be on the political side of things and not on the front line. Yeah, it's a good point. An army, well, is, things, an army is only as strong as its weakest link. Absolutely. 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 I think one I of think the things, though, that, the that things we look at and that we definitely happens with us as the people who have the party is that we're divided into departments and mechanisms. So then we have a defense mechanism. We have the, I don't like to really use the word army, but we have a defense, we have a defense mechanism. And those brothers and sisters whose um, specialty, for lack of better words, whose forte is defense, armament, and things of that nature, they, they fill this department. And they do that. And those brothers and sisters that have different specialties, some are confused, some are a little more versed at computers, uh, and with the whole, um, Internet film, like my Minister of Information in Atlanta, Georgia, is the brothers into film and television. So that I wouldn't put him on the front line with a rifle, but I'd put him behind the camera any day. So everyone has a role to play in the revolution or in the advancement and empowerment of African people. What happens to us as an African people is we start to break, break. You know, we start you know, to say what's to say more what important, than the, more important than the other. Instead of working as a whole body, the liberal, body. We, when we look at the word organization, it comes from the word or, from the word or, and the liver doesn't get jealous of the heart, and the heart doesn't get jealous of the intent. You see, every organ plays its role to ensure that the body functions properly. And what happens is if an organ doesn't play its role, then you have what they call retardation. 
or deformities or oh, some yeah, type of malady in the body. So we're encouraging every African person that wants to be involved with their empowerment to play their particular role. And to answer your question and to be brief about it, um, one of the reasons that we do challenge people, and this is why we have our 90 day program and after two seven, you coming on as a club and possibly looking for that youth minister position, uh, is when, when, when a lot of times you challenge people openly and by them thinking they know a lot, instead of them learning, they become combative. And it becomes an ego and thing. An ego and no one benefits no one when two Africans, when two black people engage in a war of egotism and arrogance. And what I'm not going to do and what you can't tell me is an exchange of knowledge in a civilized dialogue. Like I said, we start to imitate this savage so much that we forget that we're civilized But see how that can be used to an advantage because a know-it-all you can pluck on that ego string and show him, say, say this dude thinks he's the best with the rifle. He thinks he's the best with the rifle so much that he can do whatever until he meets a brother with a computer and he realizes that he can't do all that. Why wouldn't you pluck at his ego so he can get angry and work harder, 10 times harder, 20 times harder at that computer until he gets better? An ego isn't a bad thing. It's just it's just something that needs to be controlled and aimed. It's like a thing. very valid point. Very valid point. Very very valid point. A very valid point. But I think what ends up happening is I don't want the brother that's good with a rifle to be so egotistical that he wants to work on a computer. I I prefer for him to brush up on his rifle skills and to train the people who don't have the best rifle skills how to operate a rifle. And the brother who is good with the computer work with the work with our work in our education department or information department. And educate those people, especially the masses of people, on how to use a computer. I think the competition, but I don't want the brother with the rifle to feel like, you know what, this brother with the computer thinks he's better than me, so I'm going to learn the computer skills to beat him in the computer. No, he has to understand that this is his brother, and that's his brother or his sister's forte. That's their strong point. So he says, look here, brother, I will sure guarantee that that institution of um, information or the education department is secure because I'm a rifleman. And you ensure that by you being an educated person that my legal rights or whatever you do in your department is up and running. And we all work together as a collective. But you're right. The ego can be used, would probably used, to fuel and to motivate a, a rightly guided or a right-thinking individual. So I will, I will totally agree with that. All right, I'm done. <laughs> hey man, Alexander, thank you, thank you for that input, brother. I hope you hear more from you. I hope you're not done for the rest of the night, and that we hear, um, we hear more from you. And I look to talking to you on a personal note. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. All right. I'll talk to the people after. I'll talk to the people after. I'll to the people after. Glad power. He will be turning 16 October 17th. 
Excellent. 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 It's a wonderful age. So, so we did, and, and, and listen, and listen out there. First of all, let me say, you're listening to the People's Black Tea Party Radio. Our calling number is 646-668-8244. We welcome your comments. We invite your opinions. This is just a rap session. It's what's going on Friday. You know, what's happening in your motel. How do you think that we can aid the African community a little better? What are some of the problems and the issues that we're facing? We love to hear hear from the masses of the people. We just heard from our youth who made some very good who made some very valid points. The point of egotism, how egotism can be used to motivate, to encourage those people that are lacking in certain areas to step their game up. I basically heard, like, you know, for me, what I was thinking from the brother, and the brother is more than welcome to come back on if I'm misunderstanding, is that it's about stepping your game up. It's not about having an ego to the extent where you belittle your brother, where you uh, come at your brother or your sister trying to degrade or trying to outshine. Because my whole thing is, who are you trying to shine for? Exactly. You know? I mean, you know, who are you trying to, who are you belittling your brother and sister to shine for? That ain't some of the most bucks and cooning, packaging head acting Negro that I've ever seen and I don't know what is. If we, a lot of people don't agree with the People's Black Panther Party, I think that one of our strengths is the fact that we don't all agree on one thing. To me, everyone that thinks alike and agrees on everything alike is what's called cultism. And I personally, we operate, the People's Black Panther Party operates on democratic centralism. We confer. We hold counsel with one another. I welcome my National Central Committee's input. I love to do what I'm doing now. Right now, I'm privileged enough to be in New Jersey, to travel here, to have to go because my eastern region is so very strong that um, I spend a lot of time and plan on spending a lot of time here because some things are happening coming out of the east. But I love to be able to be hands-on and to rap to my chair people to see what they're talking about, to get the perspective from the field. We at the People's Black Panther Party, we don't believe in building from the top down, but we know that the local chapters empower the regionals and the regionals empower the national. So this is how we know what's going on. We want to develop strong programs. We want to develop programs that not only go to Self-determination, but understanding what it means when we go into self-determination. See, in order for people to be self-determinists, to be a people that um, look for independence and doing for themselves, they have to be a people with vision. But how can you be a people with vision and long-term goals when a society and a system has set you up to be a people who are living day to day? who have to worry about how they're going to pay their bills at the end of the month. When you're worried about survival, you can't. it is harder to look at um, thriving. One of the things I learned about survival training is that when you're in the woods or you're out in the field or you're anywhere, that you first, your first mindset is starting off survival. And then after, you should elevate and go from survival thinking to being uh, prosperous, to living. 
So when you're in the woods, you get all your your things together. You know, this is what I need to survive. This is what I need to survive. But it should only be for a period of time till you look at thriving. Now we get out of survival, we should look at thriving. The African here in America has been surviving, surviving since they landed on the shores of America. Tell me when I say that. We have been surviving and fighting to survive since we arrived on the shores of America. And when we have that glimmer of hope that those youth, such as Brother Alexander and, and the other youth and our adults who are uh, have this, this, this intelligence. They have the ferocity, the bravery, the courage that we see in our brothers Mike Brown and other brothers to go out there. Then they're either snatched up by Fortune 500 companies or shot down in the damn streets. They take our best and our brightest from us, and they murder our courageous young men when you, and young women. When you see these young brothers and these sisters, and they call them gangs and thugs and hooligans. Well, I don't see that. I see revolutionaries. I see what the Field Marshal George Jackson, the Field Marshal of the Third Development, whom some call the original Panthers, George Jackson, when he said that every revolutionary must come to grips with being an outlaw because you're outside of the laws of an oppressive society. So you see these young men and these young women and they have an outlaw mentality. But we have this colonialist, this neo-colonialist mentality where we have the standards, and we judge by the standards and the morals and the ethics of our oppressor that instead of engaging our young people and talking to our young people and taking this outlaw mentality or this outlaw mindset and introducing them to revolutionary thinking, and, and, and revolutionary actions, we start to condemn and ostracize. And when we do this, like any people or any animal, because that's all the human being is, is an, is an evolutionized and elevated animal. Like any animal, they become uh, resistant. When you back anything up in the corner, it will come out. Uh, it would at least make a sound, even a rabbit would at least make a sound when, when, when cat went backed into a corner. So when we back our young people into these corners, and not just our young people, but our disenfranchised people into a corner, they, <laughs> excuse me, become resistant to what you're saying. Because we come off like the uh, uh, holy men of old, so to speak. We got all the answers. You're not living right. If you do this, then this will happen for you. If you give up this food, then this will happen. If you eat this way, this will happen. Get your survival gear, get this and that. The People's New Black Panther Party, we're for the lumping proletariat. The lumping proletarian. we would call Marx said, France for no one, wretched of the earth. Who is this lumping proletarian? This lumping proletarian is the, the proletarian, and according to the Communist Manifesto by Frederick Engels and Karl Marx, the proletarian is a working class. But this lumping proletarian, whom Defense Minister Huey and Chairman Bobby Seals and the Third Development Panther went after, the lumping proletarian is under the working class, is what people call the undesirable the pimps, the pushers, the street people. 
those people that have been disenfranchised and marginalized by society. So these are the people that the People's Black Panther Party go after. So we understand realistically that though I love everything that these groups that these groups are doing to prepare for survival, that are, you know, telling you the gear to get and everything like that, I especially love what our Minister of Health is one of the things she's about to do is teaching them how to survive with the everyday material that surrounds them. Because realistically, hell, we can't afford to pay our rent, let alone go into a survival store and buy a knapsack and flashlights and this and that and water capsules and salt tablets and dry matches and everything else that goes into it. We're struggling to live. So the People's Black Panther Party survival training classes consist of everyday things that you have in order for us to survive, and not just during apocalyptic times, but in everyday times. We're promoting education classes, civilization classes for these young mothers. How do you change a baby? Come on, talk to me, family out there. I'm going to say some things that are going to touch a nerve. And I understand that because for so long we haven't really had anyone to rap to our people. And I'm here to rap to you. I'm that uncle you don't always like, but he's going to rap to you. He's going to tell you the truth because I love you. I could come on here and say some grandiose things and tell you how much of a god you are, how much of a goddess you are, how the world revolves around the black man and the black woman, and I don't deny that. But there are a lot of people already espousing that. And I would never step into that lane. They're way better than I am at that. Hands down. Hell, they motivate, they inspire me, give me the goosebumps and chills when I am. I just love them, love them to death. But I'm here to tell you to look at yourself in the mirror and to address your issues realistically. A lot of our people, this is why I say we're after lumping proletarian. We wonder why our children are put on Ritalin, put on these drugs that they suffer from. I think they call it ADD, HDA, uh, um, all of this hyper disorder stuff. Hell, look what the parents are giving them before they go to school. Juju snacks, yummy yums and poof puffs, all the sweetie goody goods. Everything sugar consistent and sugar based. Our children are suffering from malnutrition in the richest, so-called richest country in the world. Because we live in food deserts. The People's New Black Panther Party is about addressing these issues. Let's go into these grocery stores and ask why the hell you got this trash right here in our community. And if I want to go to a Whole Foods, if I want to go to a nutritional store, that I have to go way out in the suburbs, way out here with the white folk to eat healthy. And while they're pumping us this trash, Feeding us this garbage. White people are jogging and running. Get ready for your black ass. That's what they're doing. Excuse my language. I'm the verbiage alert. This is a family show, so I'm going to be mindful of my language as a chairman. But they're, they're preparing physically, educational-wise. Let's address education. I'm minister of politics. Sister Freedom, whose daughter wrote the Alabama school board. And the teachers, a letter 
during Columbus Day about the misrepresentation and the lies and the teachings of, of, of the, this school system about Columbus. And freedom had to go. Our minister of politics, minister of freedom, had to address the school board because the parents have allowed other people to take over the curriculum. Now in certain places like Alabama and Georgia, the state, the state, has taken over the public school system uh, uh, school boards. No longer are they elected officials, but they're appointed by state. So we've abandoned controlling the curriculum in our communities. And like our brother, now see, we'll post the post. We'll quote the quotes, but won't live the action. Like our dear brother Malcolm said, who was a champion of black nationalism. After Martin Delaney, Malcolm has to be one of my all-time favorites. Martin Delaney, whom I call the father, and if you're not after this, look it up. It's no shame. But look up Martin Delaney. After Martin Delaney, Malcolm has to be whom I call the father of black nationalism. Malcolm has to be the spokesman and the champion of black nationalism, in my opinion. And Malcolm said, if they don't treat you right, what makes you think they will teach you right? How many times have we seen the post? All the time. I scroll on Facebook. Everybody's posting it. But are we doing the actions to make sure that we still control the information being pumped to our children? Understand this. If they will lock you up for not sending your children to school, how in the hell do you not go to the PTAs to find out the curriculum? That's being pumped to your child. More indoctrination for servitude and slavery of the black American, of the African here in America. Let's go to the phone line. We're going to 985-0137. Your mic is open. You're on the People's Black Panther Party. People saw. Peace and power, bro. Peace and power. Peace and power. I was listening to you still, and uh, I agree with everything you're saying. The first question I have off the bat is that what are we going to do other than, um, I guess, philosophize? I'm not, I'm not saying that's what we're going to do tonight, but I'm saying what what the majority of people do is sit around and philosophize it more, mm-hmm. and and that, that that don't get us nowhere. You know, we, we, we in times right now where, you know, out in California, you know, there's things going on with the gang thing out there and just the normal day-to-day activities out there down here in the South with the, with the abysmally low um, comprehension and understanding skills um, in New York, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, with the, with, the, with the fun and games, with the TV shows, you know, the YouTube videos. Yep. And it's just, it's, you know, it's almost like a, um, it's like a game. It's like a dress-up game, this, this black revolutionary thing. It's like a dress-up game. And we, we didn't got away from the seriousness of it. I feel like That's we didn't right. got away so far now where it's like it's almost it's almost no pulling back. It's almost like it's no pulling back. Because if you really look at it on a broad base, as of this whole year, we're about to be in 2017. What have we significantly done as this, this, this so-called conscious community, black power, pro-black, um, straight black fire, all that, all the groups together, the Moors, I mean everybody, I'm listening to everybody, the Nawabians, everybody, the five percenters, Anybody that's proud to be black or wherever you're black, or if you go by the term more or, or whatever go by, if you love Dr. Mm-hmm. York, whatever it is, even the Christians, even for our Christian people, um, if you're aware of this struggle 
what what have we significantly done within the last 365 days? And excuse me if I'm being um, pessimistic, but it's like nothing. I don't. I I ain't seen nothing. That's right. For all the knowledge right, that brother. we have, for all the knowledge that we have, though, you know, it's not like we talking about um, a, a few hundred Africans. We talking about millions. We talking about millions of black people that claim that they con millions, millions of black people that mm-hmm. claim they conscious. One dollar yeah, a day from a million people. You know what I'm saying? It's like so when you start doing the math on things and really looking at it from a logical perspective, when you eliminate the whole Facebook thing, just if you walked up to somebody on the street and they say, "Hey, I'm RBG or I'm conscious or I'm back," if you just went straight to that and dealt with it, man, it's like you'll get out the game right now. You'll get out the game. There's it's no it's no seriousness yeah. left. And there's no, there's no, there's no credentials showing. There's none of that now. You got people talking about things that they have absolutely no idea about. No <laughs> right. idea about whether whether you talking about black business or you talking about guerrilla warfare or just uh, being out in the community. I mean, they, they, I mean, you know, there's actual people that romanticize this struggle to the point where they feel like if they see some black people buying food from from a store like like a dollar store, because I see this all the time. I go to dollar store and get my little glues. But when I go up in there, I'll be seeing mm-hmm. black people up in there. Our people up in there buying actual food. And I know that's how the struggle is for them. They got to go buy that. But when that's I relate right. to other people on social media, I hear, oh, I would just give them $50 and take them to Trader Joe's or take them to Whole Foods. Mm-hmm. Like, do you think somebody that's shopping in the Dollar Tree for, for food, you think they're going to waste $50 at, at, at Whole Foods? That's right. That's, ro- that's, right, that's romanticizing the struggle. That's what I mean by romanticizing the struggle, man. And it's, it's, it's too much. It's, it's too much. Absolutely. What's, what's, what's happened, man, is it be, it's become chic. It's become hip. We live in this information age, and that's why I said this is the People's Party, uh, the People's Black Panther. Man, we target the lumping. We target those people that you're talking about going into the dollar store. And that's why we're still a small group because our recruit recruitment is selective. I'm very selective about who comes in. Here's what we do. First, we go in and we would establish some rapport with the community. And you build pantries, food pantries. Not a pantry. It's not about feeding the homeless because I don't believe I, – I believe the old adage is, brother, teach a man – give a man a fish, he'll eat for a day. Teach him how to fish, he'll eat forever. So a feed the homeless hungry program, I don't see how that, you know, at this particular state of the Africans here in America, how that regenerates itself, how that fuels itself, how that advances us wholly. I definitely have a day for the underprivileged. But we have we would try to establish and, and, and I love what Jersey is doing. Jersey's doing it. You know what I'm saying? We ran into some difficulties, but Wednesdays they do it. They feed the people. And we know at least on this Wednesday, at the very least, these families that may only eat once or twice a day, let's keep it real. I'm from one of those impoverished families that came up in the hood just now after the um, – I grew up a Panther, but after the dismemberment and, and, and breakdown of the Panthers, that they a lot of these families are only eating one time a day. So we know at least this once a week they, the babies are getting the, getting the um, food groups. Getting the proper right. nutrition. And it's not like we feed them and we're standing over them watching them. No, the chairman sits down and eats with them. It's right. feed the family day. It's let's have a pantry. Yo, if you got, it's about communalism. 
everybody on this block, if we got to come together and everybody got one thing, all of us getting stamps and everybody say at this month, we're going to buy this to donate to the pantry. And once or twice a week, we're all going to eat together to ensure that this community at least is getting all this nutrition this week. Then that's cool. It's about real being realistic. Like you said, this romanticism, these adventurers in the revolution is this Facebook stuff. And all of this other sensationalism is nothing. We is nothing. We're about everyday programs. It's about having getting a couple brothers and sisters couple together. Brothers and sisters together. You know, and we from these from these couple brothers and these couple that we get together. That we get together. Oh no! I'm just saying I totally agree with you on the whole food pantry thing, and and I think that the. The feeding the homeless thing, it's it it it's it, it's hit its plateau. You know what I'm saying? Like they're giving us tickets if we're feeding or helping or giving money to the homeless people. But community living, community eating, food pantries, that that that's the number one thing. You know what I'm saying? Like I I personally have a old lady that lives next door to me, and once a month I take half of what I spend at the grocery store and give to her because she what she gets a month just does not make it. And I can't Absolutely. stand to Absolutely. see her hungry. You know what I'm saying? And and I do yep. stuff like that. Yep. I take my own money and I, I, I feed the kids in the neighborhood. It, it, it might not be much, like it might be a juice or, or a, 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 some tacos. It's not much, but it's a start. You know what I'm saying? It, like, it, we, is, a it is a start. It is a start. And, we, and we, one of the things I want to add to that is, like you say, is, Krista, is, can you just mute it one second and then come back in when you come back in when you hit it? Okay. But one of the things is, like the sister said, is, is like the sister saying, food pantries, and also just getting that group together, two or three brothers, you start out small, and y'all get a Sam's Club card together. Communalism. We're pushing communalism. I mean, it's... I'm sorry, brother. Go ahead. I was going to say, um, along the lines of what you're talking about, the same, the same, the way I explain things, um, I, I speak from personal experience that I that I that I went through with people, with actual people, a few different times and got the same results. That's why I feel confident with how I'm speaking. Um, I've actually made posts on social media about um, people, brothers and sisters, teaming up and getting a Costco card. And you know mm-hmm. different things that you can do with that, and um, the feedback was, was what it should have been. But then you always get these like super hotel intelligent um, sister telling me, oh, you know, why are you speaking about that on social media? No, they shouldn't use their card for that. So I really realized the times that we're in, and just like when you spoke and you said about the, um, you believe in, in in the old adage of teach a man to fish. Yeah. Okay, I've, to- I've told that to a person before. You know what the response was? Oh, oh, is that some Bible passage? Nah, just, just do for me what, what I need you to do. You know what I mean? So yeah. I recognize there's yeah. people out there like that, and, and it's, it's, it's a little bit easier when your mind is, is, is set on dependent mode. It's a lot easier. Yeah. And yeah. those are the people that we're dealing with. Know. So that's why I'm always cautious about not romanticizing what we're doing. But like you brought up with the food pantry, though, that's excellent, though. That, that's 100 right there. That should go on daily. I'm- I'm going to tell you, brother, honestly, like we use social media. That's why we don't – you have – you look on there, you have a lot of Panther formations and a lot of other formations that have all these beautiful pictures and posts, and, man, it looks wonderful. 
And I'm not knocking them, it's excellent. But we don't even try to get those. Most of the people we're reaching out to, brother, don't have access to a computer like that. They don't right. even have access to a computer. And if they do, unfortunately, they're looking up world star. Or some shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't even, we don't right. even deal with the right. so-called conscious community. Them Negroes right. know everything. We don't even, you know what I'm saying? It's like preaching to the choir, so to speak. I don't have time to engage in an intellectual debate with you, but I will go out here with my people who need it, like I said, who don't have access to a computer. That's one of the things that we're setting up. We're setting up classes wow. for our children. See, you have to understand that this government is beating us to the punch. Um, I'm going to be brief with you, call. I, I see you on the line. Just like they did of the Panthers of the old, what people call the original. When they developed these programs, Feed the People program, uh, the SAFE program, Seniors Against Fearful Environment, testing for sickle cell anemia, and so on and so forth, to erode the Panthers' power base and to take away their pool and their influence on the people, the government started to implement the programs. Then you have free breakfast in school, free lunches. They started to test right. for sickle cell anemia in the African community. So now what they're doing, even – um, President Obama was coming up with this thing about bringing internet, affordable internet, to the underprivileged or disenfranchised children and households. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so we, but us as the Panthers, at the People's Black Panther Party, have been doing that. We would set up these houses and bring the young people in to teach them how to use the computers, to teach them how to get on the internet. If we had to walk them to go get library cards, and take a group of four or five of them to the library to teach them how to use computers, to get them, um, you know, technologically updated and, and, and familiarize them with that type of thing, while at the same time soliciting our brothers and sisters. That's what we use social media for. You brothers want to help donate your old computers. We don't, we don't need your intellect or your input. If you got old computers, donate them, and we know what to do with them. You know what I'm saying? And so that's what we're after. We're after that lumping, brother. You know, you're going to you, – you you know, that social media thing, it's cool and everything. But a lot of that is just – my thing is if you if a lot of these people, every time I go on social media, they're on the damn social media. When are you in the community? There's no way every time I click on a computer, you're on it. <laughs> you're right. You know right. what I'm saying? I, it it balances right. the hell out of me. You know, so <laughs> keep up the good work. But like I said, man, you know – we just stick to the – we're not looking for the accolade from the people. We're sticking to the real – we're in the trenches, man. You know, I go wow. around, I personally visit my chapters. I don't even call us grassroots movement. We're a dirt movement. I like to shake the hands of these chairmen. I like to give ideas. I like to look these brothers and sisters in the eyes and say, how can we get this thing together? And go on. I got Brother, a quick question. Thank you for the call. Yeah, go ahead. I got a quick question now. Um the internet thing. Now, yes, sir. The average, the average person, because I'm interested in that, and I think that's something that that a lot of people can do. Because if you're if you're living somewhere and you're paying for Wi-Fi, that's an avenue right there to bring a youngster in, or even somebody that's older that needs to get aware of how to use Wi-Fi and, and, and right. get on, you know, the internet. So, um, but I'm wondering about funding because there there is some people that their internet bill. They feel like, no, I'm putting a lock on my Wi-Fi. Uh, you know, it's going to have to be some type of conversation, this and that. You know, we we all about money. We all about money. Yeah. You know, it's either you're aware of money or or you don't have it, and you not you don't want, you're not aware of it. So you're going to run into that. I would like to know what would you suggest to get around that? Because that's that's a great idea about the Wi-Fi. I want to implement you know, that right start, here where I live at. 
Yeah, it all starts with groups, man. Find you a group. It's going to start small. I think, one of, like I said, us as the people, Black Panther Party, we build from the bottom up, not the top down. I'm not one of those podium chairmen. I make sure my central committee are not these flamboyant central committee members, these people that have to have a million bodyguards and walk around with all this type of stuff. So it starts with a small group. Get a computer club. You know, get the young people, computer club you find, get out there, brother. I, by talking to you, I can tell you're intelligent. Go out there, and you, you may have to be the mouthpiece. You may have to solicit donations. You may have to go to those people that have old computers or, you know, that have Wi-Fi access and explain, you know, write it down or whatever, your proposal, and explain it to them. Listen, we're trying to educate the youth. We understand that our struggle is a generational struggle. It's a protracted struggle. We're trying to empower the next generation to come up. You have to sell that thing. You know, and then you have to go into these hoods and talk to these mothers and, and fathers and these young men to get you to trust you with the children or for themselves or for the program themselves to come and say, hey, listen, I'm showing Internet courses, computer one-on-one, how to use it, how it can make your life easier. You know, if you apply for your stamps, unfortunately, shit, you can do it on computer. You don't have to sit in the office. This is how you do it. You know, we have to start out really with basic footsteps. And from there, once, they, once you've earned their trust and they see you care right. for them, then you can bring the thing about, hey, you know what? Oh, yeah, let's get a Sam's card together. And it's going to be the lump, and it's not going to be these knuckleheads on social media think they know everything. It's going to be the brothers and sisters that they already see you care for them. They say, hey, you know what? What's a few dollars of mine? You got a group of 20. Then you're saying, okay, this little $10 or whatever, we can get a, a Sam's card together, and we, we can divvy up to whatever, whatever. And they're like, hey, you know what? The brother works with us on this. Why not? What's $10? I spend that on a pack of Newports. I spend that on – um, um, potato chips and soda pop. You know, you got to wrap real to the people. And and, when, right. and and it just starts building from there. And those people, and let me tell you, when you start to change people's lives and affect the change in their lives, that's where the dedication and devotion comes in to the movement and to the leadership of that movement. Brother, I'm going to give you our email because I, I really would like to work with you, whether you're a member or not. You know what I'm saying? We're all about progression and advancement, liberation of African people in America. But our email is uh, Minister Khadija. What, what is the email again? It's all lowercase B P B no P B P P S D at gmail dot com. Again, I'll, I'll say it again. That's P P B. B P P F D at gmail dot com. People's Black Panther Party for for the fifth. B B P P F D at Gmail. And email us, man. And we can you and I we can exchange and we and, and some back we go back and forth. Oh, help me out here. You say what? You say what? Uh, the, yeah, she, yeah, I think she muted hers. You said uh, People Black Panther Party for Defense at was it Gmail? Gmail, but it's all it's all lowercase acronyms. Lower we're, we're using the acronyms. Yeah, acronyms. Right. Using, using, yeah. Yeah. P P is in Paul. So, B is in Boy. P is in Paul. P is in Paul. F is in Frank. D is in Doug at Gmail. Absolutely. 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 Definitely. I didn't catch your name, brother. What was your name? Mind over matter. Mind over matter. I love it. I love it. Brother, we look forward to hearing from you. I'm going to mute you for a second, but if you want to call back in, 
Mind over matter. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Louisiana. Louisiana, okay. If you want to come back in, man, I'm going to mute you for a moment. Go back to our phone lines. If you want to come back in, hit one. We're open. This is the People's Black Panther Party. Listen, we're open to the people. Thank you so much for that valuable input and that information, brother. And and if you hear and, something, man, chime back in. Indeed, brother. Thank you. Power to the people. African power to an African people. Let's go to our phone lines. Area code 562. Eight last digits. 7423. 562 7423. Your mic is open. Brother Terry, Black Power, brother. Black Power, I know this voice. This is Brother Phil Marshall. What's good? Yes, sir. Be on the show. You out there with this? Give us an update on the demo out there, brother. What's happening out there in California? Well, brother, we're mobilizing and trying to get it popping. That's about it, bro. But uh, I want to send my black power love to all all the listeners on the phone, and, and uh, also uh, brother Mind Over Matter. That's my comrade, originated out of L.A., California. He he he, he move around just like everybody else in this movement. So I want to send my black love to that brother as well for even calling in. Uh, right about now, bro, uh, we're about to really, really make some moves out here. But what I want to do is put a brother on online on to answer that question. Uh, he, he's uh, one of the founders of the movement in terms of uh, frontline security as well as we got another security force out here, police and the police, along with us, with the People's Black Panther Party. So with that being said, with all respect, Chairman, uh, he is right here on the line. He get out with you, brother. That's right. Good morning, Chairman. Uh, power to the people. Appreciate you guys for uh, having me on your show. Then all power to the people. We appreciate you coming on the show, and definitely for what you're doing with the frontline movement, working, uh, working diligently with our national field marshal brother Shakur, who is definitely my brother and doing some things. Brother, since we have you on the line, won't you tell us a little bit about frontline movement, how frontline movement came into conception? And exactly what it is oh. that you brothers are trying to accomplish. Okay, well, well my, myself, my name is Eric Bunny II um, from San Diego. Growing up here, out here in the Oklahoma for the last seven years. Frontline security kind of just came organically. Um, we was all out here. were calls for Alfred Longo, who was murdered out here by uh, Oklahoma Police Department. And, you know, it, it, it was just a, a, a wake-up call for me. I uh, see that there was no structure out here amongst our people. Uh, we was out here in, in rage and, and wanting to, to, to mess up the city, and, and we needed to uh, secure our own people. So that's when frontline security uh, got formed, along with police, our police, uh, ran by another comrade of mine. And um, my brother Mackins has been helping me with this as well. But uh, uh, yeah, his name is his name is Mackins. And then Mokio came out, uh, one of your brothers, and uh, gave me a lot of good insight as well. Uh, what we're trying to go forward with, with uh, frontline security and police on police, uh, we're trying to teach our people the sense that you don't have to call the police all the time when you are in distress. Um, that we are out here for the community, we're doing the service for the community, and we will protect the community by all means. Um, when we do march, we don't allow nobody in our protest to be uh, antagonated, uh, to be arrested. We do get arrested, we bail our people out. Um, and we're teaching people how to just show unity amongst each other and how to respect the black race uh, all in one. 
noble brother. That's a noble. That's a noble mission, and we're glad that you know we really appreciate you, brothers and sisters. I'm assuming um, for stepping yes, up and taking on that mantle, you know, because that's that's needed, and it's and it's and it's a lot coming in when you're saying that you're telling our people that we're showing our people that you don't always have to call the police. Right. You don't always have to call the representative of this imperialist capitalist country, the ones that we know. I mean, it's, it's, the evidence is, is clear cut that will come out and in most cases, in a lot of instances, murder us for no other reason yeah. than being descendants of Africans or Africans here in America. But one of the things that is why I say that it's such a noble cause, because with that, we must give the African people in America, the black community, a sense of security. See, like wow. the um, I love what brother yeah, like I love what brother Mind Over Matter was talking about with um a lot of these brothers and and sisters on the Facebook, you know, who is just sensationalism and and rhetoric, and and, and what they do is they say all of these things, and then you're in the, the hands of madmen. So I know definitely yeah. that you, with the, the work that you're doing out there, working with uh, Field Marshal Shakur and the things they're taking on, that the community, the black community out there in California is in good hands, brother, known from the national chairman. If there's any way we can aid and assist, if there's anything we can do, keeping it realistic within the best of our ability and the powers that we have, know that the People's Black Panther Party is in solidarity and allegiance to that cause and to that movement, man. Congratulations and good work, brother. Oh, I appreciate you, sir. Like I said, it, it, it's all important. Man, no problem. And like I said, we, we are here for our people. I just want to let you guys know as well, uh, today's kind of a big day for the city of El Cajon and San Diego as well. Uh, today we, we mobilize 100 plus, which we will do because we show strength and power. Uh, we will have a restraining order, uh, temporary restraining order on the police department for our ground zero site. Right on. Yes, sir. So right on. For the people. I appreciate your time, sir. Right on. And I appreciate everything that you guys do. It's an honor to work with you guys and uh, to be a part of this, which you all as well, doing this revolution. And uh, power to the people, sir. And I'll be talking to you guys soon. All power to oppress people, definitely. you you definitely be hearing from us. Listen, that was the brother from Frontline Security. If you're out in the California area, if you're interested in working with the brothers, um, get to, I tell you what, you can you can email us. And I'll make sure that that information gets to, uh, to Field Marshal Shakur and then get, get back with those brothers. Again, frontline security. If you're out in that area, if you're interested in working with the brothers, seeing what the brothers are about, you can email us at pbppfd. We'll get that information to Field Marshal Shakur, and he'll get it to those brothers because this is what it's about. I love the name, frontline. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It should be United Frontline. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. let the chairman add something to it. Because this is what it's about. Where you see a gap and a void, then it must be filled. This is what the, the manual teaches us. It teaches the officers. The Black Panther manual says where a position is not filled, then it is the obligation, the responsibility, the duty of officers to fill that position. And so that, to me, extends because the manual is our holy grail in the People's Black Panther Party. We hold on to the manual like it is our scripture base. Those aspects of the manual that can be found with, let me say this, that can be found in the platform and the objectives and the ideology and philosophy of what people call the original Panthers, because that's what we're about. 
We don't believe in reinventing the wheel. If we see a success, we're taking that success and we're running with it. We might have some adaptations to the playbook, you know what I'm saying, but we're not changing the game. If you get my drive, we're going to play the same game that they play. So our thing is about unity and about if you see these gaps, if you see something that needs to be filled, jump in there and fill it. This is why we say having a pulse to the people, you know, having your, having your, getting out there and taking a survey, a census, walking around your community. One thing I will say about Chairman Carr, my, my father, Chairman Carr, when I'm in Cleveland, one thing that he does do, he takes a panther stroll. He's notorious for his panther stroll. The people know it. if he doesn't make his rounds around the community to the library to get his paper and back and make his rounds around that community, the community wonders what's going on because they haven't seen it. Get out and stroll and patrol your community. Wave to people. Speak to people. You know, we have to get out of, like I said, this neo-colonialist mentality. This mentality of coming in as a conqueror and not as a liberator. We're liberators. When the people see us, they should wave banners. They should be screaming all powers to the people, black power, African power to an African people, pumping black fists, everything short of going confetti. Because they understand that a liberator has arrived in their midst. But if you are a condemner, if you're a tyrant, if you're one that berates and belittles the people for their religion, for their diet, for their dress code, because you think you know better, then you are practicing or you are suffering from a form of neocolonialism. I don't care if it's a daishiki a koofy cap, a head wrap, I don't give a damn what it is. When you set up a superior mentality, a mentality of supremacy over your own people, you are suffering from neocolonialism because this is the very thing that has been perpetrated against an African people over here. They have made you ashamed to be black. They have made you ashamed to be black. So now we take these same tactics and reverse them and make people ashamed or make people feel they're not black enough, as if we've cornered the damn market on blackism, as if we know what Africanism is. We've taken a continent and narrowed it down to these little uh, motifs and dress codes and statues and a few African proverbs, and now we think we're scholars. And have the audacity to come at other African people because they don't see it the same way that we see it. Us at the People's Black Panther Party, we leave we leave you in that uh, disunity, in that argument, and we say, how can we elevate and advance and empower a disempowered, disenfranchised, marginalized people, a people who spend the last at the last time I checked, and this was some. Uh, a couple years ago, spent over a trillion dollars out of our community. And 1.1% of that only goes around, back, goes around our community. Because we don't own anything. There are practical solutions. Like you've heard me say before, we say Black Lives Matter. I tell you, in a capitalist society, 
Black dollars matter. You can say Black Lives Matter. You can get the T-shirts that say Black Lives Matter, but who prints the goddamn T-shirts? Black Lives Matter. And you go to everybody else to print your shirts. By the way, I got shirts that I'm printing. <laughs> we talk about supporting black business. The People's Black Panther Party, we have a, a shirt printing uh, press, and now we're printing shirts. We print buttons. Get your buttons on order. So we're saying support African businesses. that, And not just a uh, the slogan of buy black. We don't just say buy, buy black. We say buy black because we give back. Know that your proceeds, know that when you order a T-shirt from us, that it goes back into a program for, of empowerment in the African community. This is what we're about. And that here in, in, in Jersey where we have the T-shirts, making the T-shirts, we're about teaching the young people and other people how to silk screen so that they can start to practice entrepreneur, entrepreneurialism and working with their own hands so that they can start to understand. See, this is how you get them to combat capitalism. Capitalism is you work. I, the, the quick, the easiest way we teach capitalism, and I teach capitalism to my comrades, is profit over people. Capitalism is that boarded-up building in your neighborhood, the building with boards on it in your neighborhood, the house that is abandoned in your neighborhood and right downtown a homeless family. That's capitalism. How is that? How do I have abandoned buildings row after row, street after street, neighborhood after neighborhood of abandoned homes? And then I go downtown and there's homeless people. So I got homes with no people and people with no homes. That's capitalism. And we teach the people, when we teach the people, these young people or these older people, to silk screen and to make these shirts, and they get out there and they receive the fruits of their labor, which is socialism, that you receive the fruits of your labor, then they start to have this disdain for capitalism. They start to value that dollar that they've earned from the sweat of their brow, the toil of their own labor, the calluses in their own hands. They start to appreciate that. And this is what this is about. This is real life. We have to understand that revolution, brothers and sisters, is not an event. It is a process. It is a continual, ongoing process. And when we study, those of us who are students of revolution and study revolution understand about protracting, you will hear me repeat these same themes show after show. And I will constantly repeat them until it starts to penetrate for a lot of us our thick skulls until we start to get it, that this must be something. It must be a protracted struggle. It must be something that we pass on generation after generation, the need, the urge, the responsibility, the obligation to resist immorality, unethical practices, oppression, tyrannyism, and all kind of sicknesses that these savages have visited upon us until we understand that these are sicknesses and we need a cure and we start to work with brothers and sisters who are trying to find this cure, then I will always preach the same message 
always come out. And it's not going to be vainglorious. It's not going to be a lot of times filled with the oohs and ahs, with the sparkles and the smoke and all of these things. But it will always be filled with a sincere truth, a love for my people. It will always be filled with sincerity because we are dying rapidly. And not just physically, but they have killed us so much mentally and have, and have separated us, made us apathetic to life so much mentally that now they can kill us. They have desensitized us so much that now they can kill us back to back to back to back to back without any fear of reprisal. And they can kill us so much and do so much to us that when we see these atrocities happening, not only do we not get angered, we'll pull out the damn video phone and video it. I watch more videos of shit happening, things happening to us, and I don't see no videos of no brothers pulling the pig off a brother. I see more angles of the brother getting his ass kicked, and I don't see the videos of them, of two or three brothers, pulling. I'm not saying do anything to the cops. I'm saying at the very least, seeing them, yo, jumping between that shit, pulling Black the pig off of them. Black power. Black power. Chuck, you want to say something, Brother Phil Marshall? No, sir. No, sir. I'm powered up, brother. I'm listening at you, brother. Go ahead. Yeah. Black power, brother. But we've become so desensitized. We've become so, this is such an entertainment age. The first thing brothers start doing is flicking on the cameras on their phone. And these supposed to be men. Suited and booted, nigga got a camera phone out. Brother getting his ass kicked up and down the street. Negro got a camera phone, suited and booted. So he can get some damn likes. I got 150 likes on Facebook of that nigga getting his ass kicked. Y'all be ashamed of yourself. You ought to be completely ashamed of yourself because we've become desensitized. We want to be entertained so much. I can't even watch it on Facebook. I have to scroll past it. The last thing I watched with uh, um, my minister of justice, the last thing we watched together, we had to scroll past. They slammed the brother's head so hard in the windshield, it cracked the windshield. And I know everybody's seen it because I've been scrolling past it a million damn times. Couldn't even watch it no more. Slammed the brother's head in the wind. And this was in Ohio. I know how them devils get out in Ohio, coming from Cleveland. And this is, this is, but that was the dash cam. But this is what these type of things are what happened. See one video, the sister on the side of the road, police sitting on the sister, punching her in the face. And somebody riding by with the camera phone. Where was the brother jumping out? Putting that, putting, we got all these brothers self-survival and hand-to-hand. Why that cracker wasn't in the weaver? Full Nelson. I'm old school. I'm telling on myself. You know, I used to watch that wrestling. Why didn't nobody suplex the cracker? That's what I wanted to see. Don't ride by Hollow World Star. World Star. (laughs) We've become desensitized. Want to be entertained. Let's go to our phone lines again, cause they lighten up. Let's go to um, 
985-0137. This is my brother, Mind Over Matter, man. I know he's going to share something with Talk to us, brother. Mind Over Matter. 985 oh, can you hear me? Can you hear me now? Yes, sir. I yes, had my sir. phone on mute by accident. Yeah, I'm just sitting here smiling okay. because um, you was breaking it down so, 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 so right that when you asked the brother, uh, Akil, did he need to say anything, and, and like a true soldier, he stepped in and was like, nah, you know, get back on your post and, and keep on spitting. And, and you said something that was real significant. You spoke on how the brothers with the camera now, there was a situation where uh, some brothers had um, they, they was videotaping other brothers in, in, a, in a protest slash riot, and, and and the brothers was hollering, you know, black power, black power, and I, and I'm like, you know, the game ain't supposed to get to the point where you 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 out somewhere representing black power, and when you see brothers doing something that may be allegedly criminal, that you record them and holler black power. That's like the dumbest, yeah. excuse me, but that's the dumbest shit I ever heard. But this actually happens. That actually happened. This is a real event that happened like last month. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Yeah. These are the times yeah. that we're in. The romanticizing is, is deep. I'm telling you, it, it, it's deep. It, it's real deep, and a lot of people don't realize it because it's, it's a normal thing to be so-called conscious, uh, RBG, whatever you may call yourself, and just be on social media. And that's, that's it. And people are not that's really people are not really in their communities. They they are not really in their communities because you can tell you. I mean, you can just tell because, like you said, if you whenever you get on social media and you always see them there, when are they ever in a community? And like myself, right. I'm I'm always I'm always on social media. I'm always on social media to the point where it, it that shit causes problems between me and my woman. But at the same time, I'm actually in the community. I live in the community right now. Okay. See, that's what I'm talking about. And you're absolutely right, but that's what goes back to, like, what we're talking about, this entertainment age and not being politically educated that even we will film criminal acts and attach a word of empowerment, a slogan of advancement for a people. We attach that. We become so it's, – it's just that now. It's not even a slogan. It's a phrase because right. we attach it to every damn thing. And I tell people that – and, and this is why I don't even say conscious, because consciousness simply means to be awakened, to be in a state of awareness. But we can be conscious when we wake up in the morning and we regain consciousness. It don't mean your ass got out of bed. You dig? So a lot of people are consciousness but still laying in bed. They, 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 they're in a state of awareness but not in a state of mobilization or a state of action. They, they, they love this social media, it's about the entertainment. Brother, mind over matter, I'm going to keep your mic open, brother, and I'm going to go to this um, next caller, 504-1282. 504-1282, you're live on the, your, your mic is open. Black Power, brother, Yanga. <laughs> this is my melody. Listen, for, for, listen, since you shouldn't even introduce, I wanted to introduce, I wanted that, that privilege of introducing you. For everyone who doesn't know, this is uh, Mother Melody, Sister Staunch Panther, been out there. This is who um, a lot of times when I do have the time that definitely I get, I listen to the program, listen to our program from 7 to 9 every day, but what, Sunday? Uh, Saturday. Sunday is the Every day, is but, the, every day but Saturday. Yeah. 
Uh, and yeah. the sister has invaluable wisdom. Mother Melody, please share with us. Share, well, give us some of that. Well, it's you know, it's all about the drama now. You know, I've I've been watching this for a long time. It started off with the kids fighting each other and showing it on uh, Facebook and, and Instagram, you know, and then it graduated to what's going on now, you know, as a form of entertainment, which is ludicrous where we're concerned. You know, uh, there's so many things that could be done to stop the police that are tactics of the Panthers, not just jumping in it, but uh, number one, get that pen and that paper and start taking down names and badge numbers, and then you'll see how fast things change, you know. Uh, That's right. Because you can make a citizen's arrest of a police officer when he steps out of line. You know, uh, that thing with uh, Austin Sterling just, just tore me to pieces because uh, here a black man was supposed to be his friend, was standing there watching the police kill him like a pig, you know. They attacked this man from behind, jumped mm. over a car, jumped over a car. Mm, to get at the brother. Down. You know, this was on the video. How you not going to tell your brother, look out, the man coming? That's right. But he got you his know, camera out because it, 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 it makes for good world stuff. Yeah, but what what about your conscious self? You know, what do you, what have you just done to your soul? You know, mm-hmm. you watch your brother get killed. This is the whole thing about uh, something that has been lost in the Panther movement is the belief in the beneficent soul of the human being. You know, this is what we believed in staunchly. That's why we show so much love for the people because it was greater than ourselves, you know, that we sacrificed ourselves for our people, you know. That's right. That's right. It had to be. It had to be, you know. So I just wanted to say that I've been listening, but you can put me back in the holding cash. I just wanted to hear what was going on, but it's all about the drama, brother. (laughs) Right on. And I would not put you back in hold. I'm going to leave your mic open, too. There's certain people I, I have to leave mics open, and, and Mother Melanie has definitely earned that right and more than welcome to say anything. So I'm going to leave your mic open in case you want to chime in again. And to reiterate one of the things she said, listen, it's as simple as getting badge numbers. But, see, that takes courage. That takes commitment. That takes in your face. Officer, what is your badge number? Or going up to him and looking at the badge and starting to write things down. You see, but and, and not only does it take courage, it takes political education, legal first aid, to know your rights. When you see the cameras over, and when I get pulled over, listen, brother, I make a, I make a, I make a debacle. I, I make a scene. I talk at the top of my lungs. Am I under arrest? I don't have a weapon. Yeah, I, try, I draw a crowd. Somebody turn up, because I know these Negroes ain't going to intervene, so I tell them, turn on, turn on the camera phone. I'm a black man, and I think that I'm being assaulted for my political view. I would say anything. You know, I'm going to draw a scene. You know, ask the officers' names and stuff. Sir, calm down. They go to they go to trying to calm me down. Sir, calm down. Jesus Christ. Please, just please go ahead and go. You can go. Because I'm going to make a scene. So we have to be, this is, like you said, you know, uh, Mother Melody said, it's all about the drama. We have to come away from the drama. See, we're so drama-infested 
And this thing has happened to us so much that we're becoming immune to it. There is no way that in months, in every month, there are two or three murders of unarmed, innocent people of African descent. And it doesn't just stop with black men. We're talking black women. We're talking black yeah. women. Yeah, that thing with and, Corey Gaines was way off base. That was way out of yes. line. That was killed for violation. For violation. And the whole thing, mind, so when, and we have to look at it, something that Mother Melody said on one of her show one time, this is, you know, when you destroy the black family, you put a halt or a major stumbling block in black revolution and black advancement. And the first thing, like I said earlier, us as African people, black people are just, or the human being is just a higher evolved animal. So when your mate feels like that not only can you not provide, which in most instances due to the economic social conditions in our community that they put uh, African males in a quagmire with felony convictions and things of this nature to limit their ability to provide. Therefore, already creating them, our women to perceive us and look at us a certain way, now they're putting the image out there to our women and children that not only can your black men not provide, not only can they not provide, but they can't protect you. When you have Tamar Rice, a 12-year-old, gunned down in a drive-by shooting, because that's all it was, a drive-by, car wasn't even done rolling. Before the officer jumped out and gunned him down. No time to tell him to throw his hands up, drop his weapon, or any of that. And don't tell me that's procedures when I'm sitting here looking at you and you got this so-called terrorist uh, that bombed, left bombs in New York. And that Arab is still living. He blowing people up. Shooting back at the police. And y'all got him in custody alive. So don't tell me about your procedures. So when our women and our children are murdered and it's captured on tape, what message does this send to them that the black male can't do anything? So all of this posturing, all of this marching on Facebook with your rifles and your guns, nigga, sit down. Sit down. You're not doing anything but trying to get likes. And this is not for all my brothers. Don't get offended out there. The brothers who are doing their things, if you're doing your thing, do your thing. But you know the ones that are out there that's not. That if you got these, you're doing all of this, and, and when the time comes, they're not, you're not using it. And I'm not advocating any violence against anyone. I'm just being real. You're not using them. Then why all the hoopla? Why all the pictures? Why all the foolishness? Bringing more heat. It's counterproductive and in most instances, in a lot of cases, counter-revolutionary. You're giving them a reason to seize party assets, to run up into party buildings, to uh, subject party members to surveillance and police repression and intimidation because a few of you Negroes want to march around with, with weapons and haven't even educated the members on, if you are, see, I'm a revolutionary, so I don't really, you know, cool if you want to use the Second Amendment rights. 
cool, but you still haven't educated your members on their Second Amendment rights. Most of these Negroes running around with their rifles, if I ask them to quote the Second Amendment, they couldn't even quote it. Not just we have to get away. They don't know the gun sorry, laws. Melody, go ahead. They don't know the gun laws for different states. Like they ran into problems when they was in Louisiana. Yes, Louisiana right. is an open carry state, but in Louisiana and Mississippi, if you are open carrying a shotgun, it must be broken down. The barrel must be pointed towards the ground. You cannot walk around, and the chamber has to be you know, like visible to the police. You know, you just can't do stuff to intimidate the police. You know, and it's so easy to to reload, you know. <laughs> it don't make a difference yeah. if it broke down. But if you got to exactly. break it down, load it, that's time wasted, brother. You know, that might be valuable. It means the difference yeah. between life and death. So people are not really it's not It's sensationalist, like you said, uh, Mother Melody, full of drama, sensationalism. Like our brother Mind Over Matter so adequately put it earlier today, romanticism, adventurism. Mm-hmm. Read about George Jackson. George Jackson talks about the adventurous, the adventurous, the, the, those people that come into the revolution seeking adventure. They romanticize and fantasize this thing, and it's real life. But while we have you here, Mother Melody, let's address an important issue that um, I've been receiving calls about that's been on Facebook, but we can't figure out, we can't get to the bottom of it, and it's this queen in Louisiana who is missing. Yeah, yeah. I I don't care what formation, I don't give a damn. You put people on the front of it, new on the front of it, uh, a revolutionary on the front of the panther, panther for this or panther for that. Mm-hmm. Not only a black woman is missing, but someone who says that they are part of a revolutionary formation. And the cat is that thing that holds us together. What is going on? Mother Melody, can you fill us in a little bit of, um, from what you know? And maybe we have some callers out there that know something and can call in. 646-668-8244. People's Black Panther Party, People's Talk. If you know anything about this incident, call in and share it with us. Mother Melody, the floor is yours. Yes. Uh, Sister Crystal sent out a bulletin uh, for uh, a sister named Queen who was captured in Baton Rouge on Wednesday by the pig. Uh, Both of her arms broken. it seems that she put up a phone number for us to call. Now, when you call the phone number and you ask these people about what's going on with this sister, they don't know who you're talking about. Now, first of all, uh, I commend Sister Crystal for putting up the, the bulletin, but she should have called us and given us the sister's legal name so that we could call and find out what was going on with the sister. And Crystal should have called as well to... Um, the Central Committee, and let them know, uh, which was, I understand, was not done, okay, because I, I spoke with Sister Justice today, and she hadn't heard anything about it. So we have a kidnapped sister who may possibly have been assassinated in Baton Rouge, but we need to find out, you know, if this is true and what happened or where, where the sister is. We cannot locate her. 
So if there's anybody out there in any formation that knows Sister Queen's real name, uh, we need to get that information. And um, I think um, Brother Harold is the closest one to uh, her. He's in New Orleans. So I think we need to direct all information to Brother Harold so that we can get this sister found. Because right now, if I was an attorney, I would be issuing a writ of habeas corpus post haste. And we'll put up, and those people that want to um, deal with their gear, let me give out our email. It's P, B, P, P. FD, People's Black Panther Party for Defense. Please email us if you know anything. We we can get that, that information to whoever we need to get it to. Um, talk to, I don't know if she's in um, chairpersons, chairwoman, Crystal Mohammed's formation. Contact Sister Mohammed. Contact anybody. If you know anything, if you hear anything, you know, we all have to work together on this one. We really have to work together because this is how they set up. If they can start doing this mm-hmm. and grabbing us up and mm-hmm. kidnapping us and, and people not knowing where we're at, it, start, it, it starts out with isolated incidents. And the next thing you know, they're grabbing up anyway and coming in and grab Chairman Yanga or grab um, uh, Phil Marshall, so-and-so, or anyone. General body well, membership is anybody affiliated. Ma'am. Well, Chairman Yanga, as of October yes. the 12th at 9.30 p.m., they're saying that that sister was released. Yeah, okay. Like Who says so that? Huh? Who says that? There's a brother, AJ. There's a brother, AJ, who... um who posted about her being incarcerated. His name is A.J. Frazier. Can you have And he posted that the sister is free and home as of Wednesday. Can you have that brother contact? Okay. on Wednesday. And the post me? I said, I don't understand how could that be when uh, – she, they claimed she was arrested on Wednesday, and the call came. Yeah, they, let me see. When did they're I get saying that? that she was arrested Wednesday morning in a protest for Anton Sterling, and during the protest, she was arrested. But they're saying the brother, AJ, is saying that she is free. Okay. Well, <clears throat> uh, we'll, we'll do... Williams or Bennett is her name. What I, what I was trying to say, excuse me for a minute, this this brother mind over matter. What I was trying to say is that um, I got a connection in Baton Rouge. I'm in Hammond. I'm I'm 45 minutes away from um, Baton Rouge, and um, mm-hmm. I deal with somebody sometimes on a, on a on a weekly basis, a couple times a week. That's mm-hmm. that's actually from Baton Rouge, and he's a younger he's a younger brother. He's not he's not really on a level like that. But um, I can get information on that right there. I just need that brother that you said um made that post so I can you know narrow it down and, and, and zero in on it because. Me living here, I mean, I don't watch TV at all, so that's why I haven't heard any of this right here. So okay. the brother's name is so the brother who made the post, his name is A J A capital A period capital J period 
Frazier, F-R-A-S-E-R. Thank you, Sister Minister. We definitely appreciate that. And give give them one more time just in case so they can they can get that information again yeah. one more time. His name is AJ, capital A, period, capital J, period. Fraser, F R A S E R. He's the one who made the post and he said as of Wednesday at nine thirty she was released. Mm-hmm. So we can good. So we 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 definitely check on that. I don't know if uh, you and I are Facebook friends, but mine don't matter. I tell you what. Send a friend request to the People's Black Panther Party page, and if you find something, uh, put it on that page. Share it with us, man, so that we can get out there and notify the people, and we'll we'll blast that as much as we can for our brothers and sisters who are on social media. Um, next radio program, we'll put it out. I'm sure Mother Melody will put it out on her radio program, and we'll get that information out there. But whatever you find on that, definitely mm-hmm. share it with definitely. us. Definitely. I'm on, I'm on the brother's page right now, the A.J. Fraser. I'm trying to see if this is him right here. Okay. Okay. Well, I still I think, think it's I, important that we take a look at this because the sister was still kidnapped. You know, we have to know exactly what happened. Because uh, it's 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 not often that the police kidnap somebody and release them in the same day. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. And 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 that's why we have to find out. And this is one of the things that, like you were trying to put together, Mother Melody, the importance of formations working together. Because whatever mm-hmm. formation she she is in, and after she goes through, I'm sure. Um, a debriefing process with, 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 with her organization or whatever, I would love to hear what happened, what transpired, and how we can work and take preventive measures for something like that to happen again and what tactics they use, exactly what took place. You know, so I'm hoping that whatever for if she is a part of the new Black Panther Party under Sister Muhammad's um, chairmanship or chairpersonship, that she will share that information with the other formations so that we can use that to prepare ourselves and to ready ourselves against such attacks and such things that happen because, listen, it's not isolated to any particular formation, any particular person or agenda. We are all, you know, uh, um, subjugated to our, our, you know, possibly subjugated to that type of treatment. Listen, we have New York on the line. They haven't pushed the button, but I don't know if this is our chapter in New York, 347 one five two two. If this is uh my you know, my chapter in New York out of Queens, man, if you hit the button, say something to the people, give a black power if you like to, brother, in our last twenty nine minutes. Don't want to put you on the spot, so I'm not gonna click your mic on. But push the button. If it's a New York chapter to say your thing, do your thing and look for it. while I'm up here, definitely look for me to make that trip across to from Jersey to New York to holler at the brothers. And to you know to do our thing, man. So we go. So we're rounding off into our last 29 minutes. Believe to open it up to some people to say anything with the mics already open. And we'll start with you, Minister Khadija. Share you know share something with us. Your views, your opinions, anything on the topics or anything that we've been discussing or going through tonight. Um. 
Well, I think that um, I think these were all great topics, you know what I'm saying, that we touched on. Um, first and foremost, um, we need we need to we need we need to figure out what we're doing as a party. Unity by all means. It's too many separate formations out there. We got a thousand formations and no unity. And our people are suffering every day behind it. We need unity. We need to reach back and, and grab these youth. They are the ones that are suffering our youth, our elders. We need to reach back there and help them, guide them, help our sisters. You know what I'm saying? We're a community. We're all one people. If we can't help each other out, who who is going to help us? You know what I'm saying? Everybody wants to fight. Everybody wants the revolution. But after we go to war, then what? We don't have any education set up. We don't have any way to feed our people. We're fighting. We're, we're, we need unity. We need to come together. You know what I'm saying, people? We need to do better. We need to do better. Absolutely. I, I agree with you, and we need unity. But I'm not, I'm not a big uh, – I, I really don't mind that, that much about the various formations. And the different Panther formations. I always liken it to, like, if I tell someone to meet me a mile up the road, I don't care how you get there. You know, if I say, meet me at the tree a mile up the road, some people may walk, some people may take a bicycle, some may have a car, some may even have a truck, skateboard, or whatever. These are the various formations. There's going to be different leaderships and avenues and ways that people want to reach their destination. There's some formations that don't applaud their vision, applaud their initiative, and what they're trying to accomplish. There's no way in the hell I would fall under their leadership. No way. No. Yeah, do, absolutely. Yeah, the you know, so, and, and it shouldn't limit me to my participation in the revolution. Because I don't fall under that leadership. It shouldn't, uh-huh. I shouldn't say, well, you know, I can't participate in the revolution. But like you said, there does need to be a functional unity, though. We yeah. can't be so egotistical that we become argumentative to the degree that we can't get anything accomplished. And this is one of the biggest problems that I see happening with us. Everyone wants to be the so-called vanguard. And this is yeah. why we at the People's Black Panther Party, we pushing objective number one in the nine local objectives. We push objective number one fiercely. And objective number one, and this is for my, my, my the people in the Black Panthers Party, you better be in the manuals because I spit objectives. Yo, anybody know their chairman, know me. But objective number one is to develop a black power movement. What is a black power movement? A movement is not an organization, but a movement is just that. It is a movement. It is function. It is activity. It is action. It's art. It's literature. It's dress. It's language. It's all of these things. So all of these things um, comprise and consist of various organizations. Us as the People's Black Panther Party, I say get out there and go to the poetry spot. Get the revolutionary conscious poets. Help sponsor an event. Get the break dancers or the dancers. 
Get the get the um, artists, get the literature, get the music, get the people who sew and make clothes. See, in the '60s and the '70s, when I was coming up with the Panthers, the things that they the Black Panther Party wasn't the only movement, wasn't the only organization. It was a movement. The music reflected the mood of the people. Say it loud. I'm black and I'm proud. Black is beautiful. Black power, dashikis, afros, the literature from Langston Hughes to Amari Baraka. You know what I'm saying? The poetry, everything reflected a conscious, empowering African image. And this is what we as the People Party are encouraging. Go out. Let's not be those people who have this unity and division. Now that we got smartphones and all of this stuff has made us the dumbest people. Now we got all of this access to information. We want to go argue with every damn body. We want to argue with the Muslims about Arab colonization. We want to argue with the black Christians about the cracker coming in and giving you Christian of them. I'm an ancestralist. I had a reading the other day, and, and, I, and I ascribe to Islam. It's the funniest thing. But I had a reading the other day and found out that one of my heads was Oya, who is over the ancestors. And one of the things I said, well, you know, I still will, 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 will say some prayers in Arabic and everything. And the priestess told me, don't worry, that is your language, how you communicate. Didn't you have ancestors that ascribe to Islamic practices? Now we get this information, and we want to argue with every damn body and start to exclude the ancestors who were forced to practice Christendom, but still hear their African spiritualism and traditionalism in a Christian way. So I don't get into all of this so-called information coming to us, and now we just disconnect from everybody that had these religions forced upon them or had to practice certain ways but still held to the spirit of freedom, to the spirit of liberation. By the Nat Turner movie just came out. We always talking about these crackers gave us Christianity, they this and that shit. It inspired and motivated Nat Turner. He said he seen white angels and black angels fighting. Hell, we are people that would take anything given to us and, and, and turn it and use it as a tool of liberation and resistance. And this is what the People's Party is about. Not about the, 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 the divisiveness. We have a minister of culture, a national minister of culture, whom I love dearly. And he teaches about an African revolutionary culture, but not to the extent of blasting other people's um, ways of practicing and acknowledging their higher power and their ancestors. Mm. But just to inform them and give them information to add to their arsenal of empowerment. And that's what we're about, doing a black power movement. So to go back and to reiterate what you said, I agree totally about we need more unity. But sometimes the and, – and it's unfortunate how these formations came about, but sometimes they're for the betterment. If that means that these people may not necessarily agree with Chairman Yanga and cannot stand his leadership, hey, like I put in a post – Everybody who applied and tried to get with us, the People's Black Panther Party, some didn't make it past the 90s. Yeah. You know, some some didn't make it, unfortunately. I'm a stickler. You know, I'm an original Panther. I, I grew up in that era. I was yeah. born in that era as a particular type. Back then, you had to go through the NCCF, National Committee to Combat Fascism. 
You wasn't. You didn't just get to throw on a, a a beret and a button. You had to put in some work. And so, this is the re reemergence of that spirit. So everybody couldn't make it. We had to actually tell people, unfortunately, after their ninety days and evaluation and taking it to the central brother or sister, you didn't quite cut the muster. But don't give up. There are plenty of paths and formations to join. In fact, I can give you the emails to a few. You know, this is how we rock over here on this side. It's just that, you know, we're a little more elite unit in what we're we're doing and and, and what we do. Go ahead, Minister. Yeah, Yeah. I I don't think it's so much that we don't have unity because when we in need, we come to the aid of each other, just like we're discussing just right now with the sister. I think we need a little bit more organization so that all of us can come together. You know, like I said before, I'm I'm a I'm I'm staunch for opening up the organization of African American unity as a a point where we can all sit down every formation and movement because, like I said, even though I'm not part of Black Lives Matter, I admire what these young people are doing because they're doing it in the same spirit that we did it. And it's not with guns, but it's the same spirit of revolution and resistance, you know. So, yeah. Yeah. So don't think that we're not in unity because we are in unity because if we weren't, we wouldn't even be thinking about organizing ourselves as pastors, Uh, especially when us elders who who have just, we just threw our hands up and said, it's not going to happen, not in our lifetime. It's not going to happen. And so a lot of us went underground, you know, but some of us that stayed above the ground, we made sure that the youth got at least the the truth about the movement and kept the movement alive. And you guys are living proof that the movement is still alive. So there's still unity, little sister. It's just not organized. Yeah, there 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 is definitely some unity. And and I feel with Black Power, and I feel what what like what you're saying, Mother Melody, and also what Minister Khadija is saying. Because mm-hmm. there are some people out there, unfortunately, unfortunately, the movement mm-hmm. has become, like uh, Mind Over Matter was saying so much, has become so commercialized. Mm-hmm. And it, 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 it has become, for a lot of brothers and sisters, a meal ticket. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't understand. We are bringing capitalism into the movement. They don't understand scientific socialism, African communalism, the whole concept of community empowerment. But it has become a meal ticket. Mm-hmm. Some brothers and sisters actually eat off of this. Some brothers and sisters have actually become black pimps of I call them misery pimps. Black misery pimps. <laughs> when when something happens, <laughs> you see these Negroes up in front of the cameras and they all everywhere speaking every damn way and collecting money yes. going off their black misery pimps. <laughs> and when those brothers and sisters like ourselves Stand up and, and, and start to address these. When we stand up and start to address these uh, uh, parasites, then they actually have an attitude. It goes back to the Malcolm. Get your hand out my pocket, nigga. 
What they tell Brother Yang, get your hand out my pocket, nigga. Get your hand out my pocket. Nigga. We, we, we not they hustle. That's, it becomes that's why a hustle. <laughs> call it poverty pimp.
I saw them washing dishes after all the babies and all the parents of the babies had left. I didn't see all the, the, the smile. I saw the smiling children because I was one of them eating, but I also saw the other end of that. Shit, I think I even grabbed a few crates or two that I could carry. I saw the work aspect of it. And this is what the People's Black Panther Party, that they will see the work aspect of it. And I have a philosophy. When we feed the people in Jersey or whatever, you won't find any more a picture of the People's Black Panther Party with pictures of us feeding babies. We will no longer exploit these babies and these families for no damn likes. I will have a speech before the thing. I'll say something. And then I'm going to go in, eat with the babies, feed the babies, and then after that I'll come out and I'll feel myself saying something again. But I'm not going to be in there filming people eating. I saw a Facebook post, so social media is good for something. I saw a Facebook post one time. It said this. It said, when you feed the people from your heart, then you're feeding the people. But when you feed the people and put it on Facebook, then you're feeding your ego. Yeah, right on. I thought that was a wonderful. I said, if I didn't get nothing off this damn Facebook, I got that. So no more will we have pictures of us feeding babies and feeding to feed my ego, to feed the ego of the party. Like I'm in some competition. Hell, there's enough black folks in need for all of us. I ain't in competition with no damn panther formation. Plenty of black folks need help. We ain't got enough panther formations. We need everybody to have boots on the ground serving the people. So no longer will we engage and indulge in that vain competition for likes on Facebook. No longer will we engage and indulge in empty rhetoric and sensationalism. So someone will say, people's Black Panther Party sure said that. That brother, that Chairman Yanger sure said that. Phil Marshall Shakur, he sure, that Minister Khadija, that Minister Politics Freedom, or that Minister Justice, or whatever, that National uh, Minister Culture was this and that, no longer. The only thing we want them to say is that we serve the people. And history History will be our final judge on our actions in this day and time. Do we think that when we're coming up, and and Phil Marshall Shakur can testify to this, with his father and my father and those people, do you think that Uncle Lumumba or our Uncle Sundata Akola or even Chairman Carr, any of those people, did it because they knew history would say that they were some bad mamma jammas? They did it because there was a need. And that they're calling. They understood the obligation and responsibility to the ancestors, to the freedom struggle of African people in America, for for liberation and advancement and empowerment, that they didn't have a right not to serve the people. We don't have a right not to serve the people, man. Right. We have to. Just like our ancestors did it before us. Just like when we were... In Africa, when that first brother or sister snatched the chains back, when they shackled them, they said no. When they were on the boats running up against guns, trying to overthrow, even to the point where some said, you know what, before I do this, I'll jump overboard with these shackles and chains on me. Freedom of death was the cross. Freedom of death was the action. So we say the same thing today. That our freedom of death is not just a slogan. 
that if we can't have freedom, then we prefer that. So that we will fight tooth and nail, the sweat of our brow, the labor of our hands, the blood that courses through our veins. We will use every avenue. We will use every revenue, economically, mentally, physically, anything, to fight, to fight, to fight. And to African people here on the shores of North America and throughout the diaspora, wherever you find us, are free from oppression and tyranny. This is our calling. This is what we have to do. It's not glamorous. It's like Brother Mind Over Matter said, ain't nothing romantic about this. Yeah, we lost families, but I lost my father years behind this after they snatched him up. And he escaped from the institution and had to go underground. Lost him for years behind this. So there's nothing glamorous about it. And us as the people, Black Panther Party, we're not disillusioned. And this is why some people can't make it past the 90 days and working with a chairman such as myself because I won't allow the general body and especially my officers to be disillusioned. I keep reality in their face. And I plan on working them to the bitter core, to the bitter end. To the, to the to the very end. Well, brother, no rules I, for that. I know you're sincere. I know that. Well, thank you, brother. brother. Black yeah. power. Black power. So in our last, brother Field Marshal, we got a couple more minutes. Did you want to share with us? There's some, there's some calls. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You not even live, divided we die. When we wear that pants, Black Panther Party for self defense. We got to always remember. We have to defend, define, and develop what we are built for, especially coming into this movement. In particular, I'm going to take these 3Ds into one. Defend. That means defend your people by any means necessary, in particular these women, these children, our elder females, the whole nine yards, whatever it takes to defend your people. So when we say we're serving for the people, we're serving by the people, and we serve as our people, that's right, big brother. We go into these neighborhoods because we ask to come. We don't go into their neighborhoods and take over and, and, and think you're going to build from what's not there. You have to go into these communities and build something that's not there. Like, for instance, right now, this thing has built to the point where there's security all over this place right now, simply because I came into this movement to serve the community. I didn't come here to serve myself for glorification or for show. As a matter of fact, when we see the media, we run their asses off. We don't want that attention. What we want is justice for our people, service for our people. Just like on our 10-point platform, that's what we want. That's what we demand. That's what we're going to get. So our non-objective, we have to understand when you're out on the street, when you got boots on grounds on the street, you something to hold on your non-objectives, and you don't give up until you tie not around that dog. That's what we do in this party. So when you think you're coming into this party, one thing I also want to add about my brother, and that's our uh, 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 people's chairman, that's Brother Kohar. He's not nobody's chairman individually. He's the people's goddamn chairman. I want to say that loud and clear. He's the people's damn chairman. So anything this brother say, 
from my knowledge, I take and run with it, and damn it, I'm going to serve the people how the people need to be served. I'm going to defend, define, and develop anything necessary to get my respect, respond, and I'm going to react to it. Black power, brother. Black power. All power to the oppressed people, brother. Wow. Wow. Is there any reason why that brother is the national field marshal slash spokesman? That brother, boy, whoo. Somebody get him some water. Is he on fire? California, y'all got him? Please don't. Got him. Got him. Y'all got him? Man, whoo. Get a fire extinguisher. My brother gets on fire, man. Y'all got to watch the cool, man. I'm telling you. He'll burn it up. He'll burn it up. That's my big brother there. Listen, family, like always, it is always a pleasure to have a dialogue and discourse with um, my peoples. I want to definitely thank our Minister Khadija coming in, doing fantastic work. I want to take this opportunity in these last couple minutes to publicly acknowledge her for her uh, work she's been doing with getting our, um, our propaganda up and running and congratulate her on 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 being nominated and being looked at for a national position. I'm confident she continue this work that after the trial period is over that she wouldn't have, won't have any problems with the National Central Committee really voting her in to step into this position, that position full-time and permanently, just yeah. to keep up the wonderful work. The comrade Alexander, yo, man, uh, man, it was good talking to you, good hearing from you. I, I will be talking to you on a personal one-on-one off the phone. Can the <laughs> Yes, he can still hear you. I'm going to talk to you. You yes. and I are going to rap, brother. I, yes, he I can like still hear you. Where you're going. Okay, cool. So you and I are going to rap, and, and I want an opportunity to talk to you get some, and hear some, you get some of your ideas about the youth and everything like that. In the last minute, I'm going to close like I always like to close, and that's with our pledge. I pledge allegiance to my African people. I pledge to develop my mind and body to the greatest extent possible. I will learn all that I can in order to give my best to my people in the struggle for liberation. I will keep myself physically fit, building a strong body free from drugs and other substances, which weaken me and make me less capable of protecting myself, my family, and my black brothers and sisters. I will unselfishly share my knowledge and understanding with them. In order to bring about a change more quickly, I will discipline myself to direct my energies thoughtfully and constructively rather than wasting them in idle hatred. I will train myself never to hurt or allow others to harm my black brothers and sisters, for I recognize that we need every black man, woman, and child to be physically, mentally, and psychologically strong. These principles I pledge to practice daily and to teach them to others in order to unite my people. With that, brothers and sisters, I thank you for tuning in. This is your national chairman, Yang Nkrumah of the People's Black Panther Party, leaving you as I found you with all powers to oppress people, African power to an African people, and black power. Black power. Black power. All power to the oppressed people of the world. Thank you.
guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.